0: Hey everybody, it's uh, 1 o'clock, one ten in the morning, um, just kind of sitting here, it's dark in the room, no lights on, fireplace is going, and my thoughts are rolling, most people know how that goes, um, some people would probably call that even meditating, I don't know, but I'm thinking out loud, so I don't really consider it meditating. Um, but I got to see some friends today, I got to, um, talk to some different people today and, and, uh, a few of the times I reflected on my life and my past and, um, which I have in previous podcasts, um, but the only thing that I could really come to um, a conclusive thought if I were to talk about something specific would be um, putting my family first Um, maybe not necessarily putting my family first but just the importance of uh, my family in general I speak a lot on my past and how my family in general has um, affected my life. Um, But I think ultimately the important thing is that I want people to know is the fact that without them... Without those special people in my life, I don't think I could possibly continue to go on. And I'll talk a little bit about that. Well, some people would, me just saying that, some people probably think I was suicidal or something like that. That's not it. It's not what I mean. But, let's just start off with the earlier part of my life. Um,. When I was young, I think I talked about this on previous podcasts, too. I was really emotional. I was very dependent on my family. I was attached. Um, I was the typical kid who was stuck on his mom and dad. He was so dependent on his mom and dad because he loved them so much. He, I, in this situation, didn't know what to do without them. And... I think like any typical little kid, you really don't process the thought of, um, your parents, uh, separating, um, until it happens, and so I went a lot of my single-digit years with my parents together, and that was good, um, at the end, you know, close to my nine years or whatever, I think that's really when... Uh, my parents started to, you know, fight and stuff like that. Um, and I think that's when I started to realize that there was that possibility that one of them were going to leave and I was going to be desperately lost. So while I'm seeing this, while I'm feeling this, while I'm going through all these emotions, the only thing that I can think of is how I want everything to just be the same, to just be normal. You know? Be my every typical day to day. And I, I starved for that. But then... Um, say around 12 or 13 years old, uh, my parents finally decide to, to separate. Um, one day I come home from school, and um, my dad was a big Coca-Cola collector, and he had this shelf that you saw pretty much when you walked in the door, and this Coca-Cola shelf was just empty and I uh, I had a family friend with me a family friend's daughter with me and um, I asked my mom I said hey where's all of dad's Coca-Cola stuff and I'll never forget to this day that she told me that he was spring cleaning Um, it took me a while to kind of process that but when I realized that dad was gone Uh, my life changed forever. Because I started trying to process thoughts that I wasn't in need to process until I was an adult. Meaning that... um, I had to learn how to separate myself from my father um, at the age of 12 or 13 when... In reality, the normal kid would have to separate himself from his father as he turned 18 or an adult of some sort and moved on from the house. I was starting to make, um, I was starting to have adult thoughts and adult um, emotions Um, and it was all simply because I cherished the word family so much that I think even my parents lost vision of what that entailed. Uh, so I clinged on to that idea in hopes that, um, someday my family could get back together. Now, I will say, um... That I knew for a fact... That... If my dad... Were to choose somebody to be with... My dad would have went back to my mom in a heartbeat. My dad loved my mom... and, And that never stopped. I really think... Even... Two years before he died... If my mom were to say, "Let's be together again," he'd be like, "Let's do it." But that was never the thing. That was my, my mom went through a traumatic past with him. They got together really early on in life, and I think, and I understand that she was ready to move on from that. And with that being said, she missed a lot of her young adult life. And I think she's really got to experience some of that um, in that period of her life after the divorce. So, I moved back and forth between my mom and my stepdad's. Not my stepdad, my mom's and my dad's. And... Um, my dad had a girlfriend, and my mom was, um, getting married again, and, and, uh, I had a lot of tough, um, relationship issues, I didn't get along with my dad's girlfriend at all, I didn't get along with my stepdad at all, and sometimes I got along with my stepdad, but a lot of times I didn't, and, um... It was just uh, a mess in my mind. It was a lot to take in. Um, I was with my dad, and I was going to school, and that's like my seventh grade year, something like that. And I decided that I wanted to just run from school, so um, I would run from school, and he would take me to school, and I'd act like I was going to the school, and as soon as he pulled away, I ran away, and I was gone for a day. sometimes i'd end up back at the house sometimes i'd end up back in the school somebody would find me somebody would take me home and i'd end up back home somehow i really didn't care about the punishment the consequence of all that um because really um when i went back to my dad's house i was stuck in my room anyway and that's where that was where i was expected to go hey you want to you don't want to be here you don't want to participate in this um, you just stay in your room, you know, and I was okay with that. I actually was a hundred percent okay with that and in agreeance that if I did come back home, that's where I'm going to be. Um, so that part of my life, I think I felt like I lost my dad because, um, he seemed more interested in this new family that he, um, was trying to create and, and, I feel like he was lost from what he originally knew. And I think... In reality, he did. He did really lose sight of... What he originally had. I don't know why. I don't know how, but I know that... He did. Oh, sorry. Um... So with that being said, I moved back with my mom and my stepdad, and uh, like I said, I had a bad relationship with them, uh, but I was going, that's when I started going to high school, I started going to Union City, Indiana, and Union City really changed my life, and I say that a lot because um, that was really my, that was my opportunity to start um, really meeting new people and Gaining new friends and and feeling like <clears throat> I was settling down and I got to play football and um, football got to teach me a lot of things like discipline and um, stuff that I was blind from because of um, my behaviors my behaviors were due to what I disagreed with so my dad's girlfriend that situation the school I was going to before um, all this other stuff so I was really 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 far behind I went back to miss Sinnawal, um after I left uh, Greenville and I went back to miss Cinewall for a little bit and then my ninth grade year I ended up going with my mom and and going to Yuma City, like I said, um, I'm very, very grateful to Yuma City. Um, it truly, probably changed my life forever. And I and I really owe credit to mm. the friends that I had, um, because they made me feel like I was somebody when. I struggled to feel that with my family. So, it was a really, really positive thing for me. Um, my friends um, eventually talked me into football and um, clubs and organizations. I was in chorus. Yes, I love to sing. Um, I have a. Uh, a tiktok as well I mean, if you ever see my tiktok which i think um all you got to do is add l-i-l-e-l-7-4 on the end and you'll probably find it um but i still love to sing to this day i was in choir and i was in football at the same time i was one of the few i don't actually think there was another football player that was in chorus like i was um you know, um, I really wasn't friends with a lot of the football players. Um, I was I was kind of myself, and I felt comfortable with that. And, you know, just, it, it changed my life. I, bet I went to high school without the high school credits that most people already had, so I was really far behind. And a lot of the teachers made me feel bad about that, or better about that. I shouldn't say bad about that. Uh, they made me feel better about that because they were able to catch me up, um, and get me to a point, a point where I was with everybody else as far as credits and stuff like that, guys. Matter of fact, when I graduated, I ended up exceeding what I needed and that was great. Um... Just everything about Union City really did me good. I mean we had a good we had a great group of teachers then. They had a good faculty and staff and the counselors was great, the office people was great. I mean, there was a couple that I didn't like, obviously it doesn't matter what you it doesn't even matter if you're in a new job or something you're gonna find a couple people that you don't like. Um that was the case for me in school. Um but, um, I got past that, um, and, and I really didn't get myself into trouble too often, which was great, because I took a turn, um, for the better, started opening up, I was more physical, I started losing weight, because I was a pretty good guy, and, um it it was just a really good uh opportunity for me and I was very very appreciative and i'm very very grateful for that um but even in those parts of my life i started to, um i i didn't start i had been doing it my whole life, but I would really sat back and and thought about how awesome it would be if my family was back together again, uh, like I said, even, even when I was in Union City, even when I was going through all that, I mean, I, I just starved for my family to be back together, um, so the good thing about then was uh, my grandparents were still alive, and they had Christmas at their house and stuff still, and our family got together then, and Thanksgiving, and we got to eat there, and um, we got to do a lot of stuff there, and it was, I didn't really have all that with my dad, um, that was one thing that I was missing from my dad, um, I think I talked about how he really never came to the things that I had, in, um, in high school, and, and, uh, like he never came, I don't think he ever came to one of my football games, um, uh, it's kind of bad, I'm sitting here talking crap about him, but he passed, you know, he passed away a couple years ago, but I said that kind of stuff, and I said, I told, I talked to him about that kind of stuff when he was alive, so, um, our relationship was very strange and difficult, um, even a few years before he passed, but anyway, I won't dwell on that right now, um, but the, most of, the most important thing was i just i starved for that energy back that family vibe that we had and even though it wasn't the greatest one i bet you so many families had better family lives than we did but man it was it was a family and that was so important um because you know it 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 made you comfortable you know you uh you are confident, you know, there was just a lot to it, you know, I learned a lot, I learned a lot from my parents' mistakes, I learned a lot from my brother's mistakes, I learned a lot from just everything, we had foster brothers and sisters, and I learned a lot from them, a matter of fact, my foster brother and sisters were a lot of the reason why I chose, um, to do my career number two choice, which I ended up falling, uh, following through with because um, uh, at first I went in culinary arts and obviously that went south and, and um, I eventually um, was led to a residential counselor uh, rehabilitation supervi- a supervisor rehabilitation job and um, I- I've been there ever since and I've been grateful for that so, I think that's one thing that I try to teach um, the kids that I work with now. That you know, even though, even though maybe a lot of that stuff's already happened, like their families are separated and stuff like that, like to still be able to value those people in their lives. E- you know, even though those people weren't um, or can't be together, you know, connected in some sort of way, um, that it's still really important to value those people that you love. Um because regret won't, regret will haunt you. <clears throat> and some people's like, ah oh, man, I don't ever regret, you know, they're liars they regret, regret regretted something in their lives and this was mine um so there was a few years of my young young life i'd just say young life that i totally took my mom out of the picture I went a few years where I just didn't speak to her. Really, she didn't do anything wrong. If anything, I did everything wrong. Wrong. I, I think I talked about in uh, the previous podcast um, that I had lied to her about my college. Um, and I lied to her and my stepdad about um, graduating college, and I came back, you know, and Everything was all hunky-dairy, and, uh, I was looking for a job, and, and, uh, I obviously couldn't have, uh, found a job in that, with that title, because I, I, I didn't have a degree, and you didn't get a degree in, in culinary arts, you got, you got certificates, but I didn't have all the required things that I needed to be able to start, um, because without the proper experience, you you really kind of start um, in the restaurant realm at the lowest of the low. And you really have to have a good experience to be able to say, um, you know, I'm going to work at a three or four star restaurant or whatever. And um, I'm not going to work at no read. Mediocre restaurant anymore. <clears throat> it's a lot of hard. Dedicated work. And, and I didn't do it. I quit. And I lied about that. Um, and. Lying about that. And. Walking away from a relationship. From my mother. Was probably my very 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 First biggest huge regret of my life um one reason would be that as a child I did nothing but strive for my parents to be proud of me like most kids do you know Even the young kids and stuff that I see from day to day, you know, like, they're like, hey, Andrew, like, I did this, aren't you proud of me, you know, and it's like, oh, yeah, buddy, you know, and, uh, I, I did that quite often, it was all about making my parents proud, and, uh, so I go, across the U.S., where I know that I'm pretty much in the hiding, you know, so I cowardly say, hey, school's going fine, and everything's great, and I'm failing classes and everything else, and it wasn't going great, um, and then I continue to lie even more as I, um, quit school, um, I quit school, and then, um, I get kicked out of the house, my aunt's house, and, um, on to, uh, being homeless I go, and then, not only that, but I become homeless, and one of the most, populated states at one t- uh, cities at one time, and, I was a little, little town folk kid, I knew nothing about the city, <clears throat> Other than what, you know, what I already experienced. And it it was a mess. I went three months without having a solid place to live. Um, I worked at Lowe's. As, because I couldn't go to school anymore. I worked at Lowe's. I gave my aunt and uncle's address, but, um you know, my money was, um, put in my bank account, so, um, my address really didn't matter much, uh, I had a P.O. box that I eventually switched to, so when I did get mail, that P.O. box went to that mail, and that's where I pick it up at, um, I usually made enough money to have a city transit to get me to and fro, um, so... I go from the big city to work, or the big city to whatever. <clears throat> and um, so I made money legitly. Like I was homeless, but I had a job. And some people were like, oh, that's not possible. And it was very, very possible. I experienced it, and I. I I did it all alone. Because one, at that time, I was lying and stuff to my mom, so I just like I just I just put her to the backside, and my dad just wasn't talking to me very often. And I knew if I said, "Hey, dad, like this is what's going on," like I think he just would have been like, "Man, you got yourself into a bad situation. Figured out." And uh, and then if I were to do something like that, that would take away the whole idea of, man, I did this because I wanted my parents to be so proud of me, and I'm an epic failure right now. And I think that was the hardest thing to sink in is the fact that I failed <clears throat> so then I think I became more selfish because it was all about me at that time you know, look at me, poor, poor me I don't have anywhere to live uh, i homeless I took a shower at my job Lowe's had a shower in their back break room. Um, and some of the people used it um, because, like, they went to school and stuff like that. So I pretty much told them I was still going to school. I'd wear my uniform still to work and then be like, okay, I, I'm going to take a shower and then I'll start my shift at whatever time it was. And, uh, you know, no one ever knew the difference. Actually, a matter of fact, no one ever asked me a question about it. Um, still to this day, most of the people that I worked with at Lowe's thought I continued to go to school until I left. Um, but, and that's after I I heard all the bad news about my grandparents passing away, all the stories that was going on about what happened to my grandma my grandpa's house catching on fire like it was just a a series of events that hit me so hard I man I made so many stupid mistakes and and I, and I've done nothing but learn from them nothing but learn from them if you if you really put failure into perspective. It's really a beautiful thing. Because your mind isn't always... I shouldn't say isn't always... Your mind is never... ready... for what life has to bring you next. Just never ready. Sometimes you can squeeze by... and get through it, but... I mean, sometimes... You have to walk through a fire in order to get to the light, and, and and I did that, but a lot of it was self-inflicting, and I and I think that's um, where I kind of want to reiterate the idea that um, I was selfish. I did all this stuff to myself. I could have prevented it. I think there was a lot of trauma and stuff that helped me, helped influence my mind in making those decisions. Sure, everything. My parents, or my grandparents passing away, um, the lying about the school, me failing at school. Um, I was in a weird relationship at the time. Um, that pretty much failing. You know, there was a, t- there was a ton of stuff that was so traumatic to my mind that sure, heck yeah, it was difficult. So difficult. Um, And then, um, and then at the end of the road in Oregon, that's where I went to college at, um, I had my last paycheck from Lowe's and that last paycheck paid for a plane ticket home, and I told my mom I was coming home because I had received my certificates for school. And really, I just walked into a brand new lie. Even though I was lying about stuff the same, um, now I went home and I started lying to their faces. And man, does that cause regret. So, I want to hit back on the on my original idea. Um, when I started doing those stupid things, when I started to feel all that regret, um, the only thing I could do was go back to my original thought of how important family was to me. So then I started fighting for it back. And uh, I started talking to my mom and stuff like that. And it took me a long while to tell the truth, uh, but I did. Um, so she now knows that um, I'm in debt for the rest of my life. Um, because of that, I, I, I made really, really bad decisions um. So, and I've came to terms with that. You know, some people are like, "Oh man, like Joe Biden needs to dismiss the student loans and stuff like that." And you know what? It would be great if if he would uh, do that, or if, the, if somebody could do that. But I'm um, a lot of that pain that I feel from that is self-inflicting, and I I think I deserve it. So I do what I can to stay happy with it being there. Otherwise, I I really don't care how it turns out. That's going to be there the rest of my life and and I and I had to come to terms with that a long time ago. Um So at that point in my life, that's what I did. I started to fix relationships because um, I was lost without them. So I'm, so I'm working on my mom's relationship, and I'm trying to make my brother's um, relationship stronger. And I never really had a bad relationship with my brother, um, but I just wanted more of it because I was... Lacking all the other stuff that I should have been having so I'm doing all that and I'm doing all that and then um, I live with my dad and we have a decent relationship or whatever and um, I end up bringing my wife and she lives ends up living with me at that time she wasn't my wife then but she ends up living with me at that time, and she has a son, um, we had a son, my oldest son, um, and, uh, it was just that we were going through a whole lot, and, um, we were stressed to do a lot of things that we didn't want to, um, as far as spending money that we didn't have, and all this other stuff, and, and I think a lot of my family didn't understand that, and with that being said, we made a decision to, go, to move on our own. Once we were moving out on our own and we kind of got away, um, especially when I moved into the house that I'm into now, um, that's when the relationship with my father went downhill quickly. And I went, also went multiple years without making him a part of my life. so, um, I think that's why I have a, you know, I hope I have a successful marriage right now, because, um, we all find value in time that's spent together, we all find, uh, sadness in times that we can't spend together, and so, um, You know, I've been, you know, I've been working uh, one-on-one with a lot of people and getting to a point in my life where I can see everybody um, more often, so first shifts, what I'm going to think about going here, here soon, probably around in September, yeah, well, I know it's a long way, but it's what we're looking at. So, uh, so, uh, my family's growing, and, uh, my relationship with my mom's getting a lot better. My relationship with my stepdad's great. Um, actually, that relationship right there, my mom and my stepdad, or was one of the most damaged relationships that, we, that all of us together had mended just because we knew the importance of family. And then here I was, still not talking to my dad, and so fast forward to a couple of years before he passed away. Um, I was... Trying my best to... Figure that out. So I'd go over there by myself. I wouldn't take my family. and um, there's a, There was a reason behind that. I'd get talked crap to about it all the time, but... Um... I felt like if they couldn't put... Um... Uh, If they how do I want to order this? if they couldn't find value in me how could they find value in my whole family? Cuz there was points where they were like I just want to see my grandchildren and it didn't matter if I was there or if I wasn't. And so I thought it was important important for everyone to be a part of it, you know, family. That's what we all are as family, and I thought that was so so important. And so I fought and fought and fought and fought and fought, and fought to fix that, and it still honestly wasn't great um, when my dad passed away. Regret number two: not being able to mend. A hundred percent mend a relationship with my father before he passed away. When people tell you that life is not forever, that only the good die young. That you need to live your day to the fullest because you never know what tomorrow will bring. You know, all those things are true. Like, they're so super true. My dad was gone in the blink of an eye. And I needed much, much, much more time to be able to fix what was broken. So that was hard. If there's one thing that you can always do Value in family you can always put your family first you could always put your trust in your family and I'm not saying every person in your family just make them a part of your life Because something's going to happen. Some extreme thing is going to happen sooner or later in your life. And you're going to simply regret it. And regret sucks. Regret sucks so bad for me. That I ended up having to take medication to ease my mind. Sad. Never wanted to. Not a medication guy. Neither is most of the people I know. Yeah. Sorry. That's what comes to my mind the most tonight. Is The value of family The importance of the people That you love in your life Doing whatever you can To make sure that relationship is strong Your whole entire life And if you don't Have that relationship with somebody in your family The importance to mend it Is greater than you know because nobody lives forever. My hope is that every one of you that are listening finds peace in your family somehow. I know still some days, a lot of days I struggle with mine.